This is SG Fun, a Stargate Podcast. I may or may not remember how to do the opening. I think it goes like this. Hey, good listeners. Welcome back to the vertical watering hole. Oh, I froze. I glitched. I forgot what to do next. It is a comfort podcast. It's a funny podcast. And it is about the show Stargate SG-1. I have still seen just nine and a half seasons of it. I'm not very motivated to watch the rest of season 10 until we get there. Um, and uh, yeah, um, I'm Sarah. Yeah. And, I, and I'm Tori. And uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Ne- ne- uh, always loved the movie. Never watched the show. So I'm doing it now. And uh, you're with us. We're at season four. Started this in the pandemic. Uh, we're continuing on and we've been chugging along uh, for a pretty nice pace of uh of weekly episodes though yes though okay so due to (laughs) as if i don't know i don't i don't edit or have the capacity because of anxiety to listen to the episodes but i did mention some health concerns that i've been having for the last four months and they finally led to a big break in recording for us and now we, we we're at a runway so for a little bit um don't be surprised if you see it every other week it'll still be there the next week and eventually it'll be every week most likely um i can't i'm not going to promise it's going to be every week because again i've never edited a single episode and i would not have the i don't know how to do that uh, yeah, yeah, just for a little bit, just for a little bit, you know, we, we, as we get back back into the steady pace of things. But uh, it's slow and steady. It'll be happening. Uh, I just don't want to I just don't want to write checks. Your body can't cash, man. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah, well, no, but we're here now, folks. And so that and that's all it's uh, that's all that's important. And uh, yeah. we got to do well. We, get, we, we have, have a super we have duper fun episode. episode today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if our episode is fun, but I this is, I don't know, a particularly fun episode of Stargate. Uh, this week, we've got season four, episode 11, point of no return, which, which I, what? I don't, I what don't does even, that title have I, to I do with know. this episode I, 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 at I, all? I don't know. I have no fucking idea. We got to get rid of that title. We got to have a new one. Alternate oh. title, Sarah. Go. What do you think of the Stanford Blatch Hour? Which is only funny if you, it's what? only funny if you watch Sex in the City. Stanford Blanche Hour is that Blatch? What Stanford Blatch. The guy. I don't even know that Marty, word. Marty plays Carrie's uh, best um, gay guy friend in Sex in the City. His name is Blatch. Stanford Blatch. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Cool. All right. Was this around? What what was Sex and the City doing around this oh, yeah. time two thousand? 
Was this pre-Sex and the City? Wait, did Sex and the City start in 2001? Mm. Or? I mean, I have no idea. I, I don't know. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think I think so. So I was in graduate school in 2001, and I do think I watched Sex and the City while I was in graduate school, and I was behind. Like, I came to it late. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so, so our boy was... Uh... Uh, uh, Willie Garson, his name was yes. was was cooking quite a bit, really yeah, get, getting yeah. in there during the early two thousands. Okay, and at the same time, I'm watching this, going, I wish he had like, I don't know, been in more stuff, blown Ooh. up a little bit harder. He's, I really like him. He's really funny, or just maybe a lot of fun. I don't know. So what do you what do you got? Because Point of No Return is a bad title. I mean, you know, I had episode eleven. Uh, let's do everything we can to justify the paranoia. <laughs> Okay. You know? Yes. Episode 11, I am McNeil. <laughs> <laughs> Which means at some point, M- MacGyver did something that I was like, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's me. Oh. But I don't know what. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, hilarious. Well, speaking of O'Neill, I had episode 11, Meta O'Neill. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, also, episode eleven, Stargate Plain Clothes Edition. Oh, I that's fun. I've mentioned plain clothes in my notes. Or civilian are, wear or whatever the hell. I called them civvies. Yeah, civvies. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I've got episode eleven, CIA sanctioned microwave harassment. <laughs> I'm like, why are they harassing the microwaves? Rude. Uh, well, I mean, finally, I, I have uh, uh, episode 11, Marty and Murray, a love story. I like that. Yeah. Okay. I have episode 11. Want to ditch this place? I'll show you my spaceship. Uh, I've got a cupboard full of relatability. Ooh. Referring, of course, to his kitchen cupboard. Um, I've got, how'd you get this number? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is never addressed, I don't think. And I, relating to Teal, I've got episode 11, hotel hat, hiking hat. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Two hats. What? <laughs> well, and not just hats, total clothes. We got, P- we got P.I. Teal. We got Cook Teal. <laughs> you know, we got, we got Hawaiian hotel Teal. I don't know. Did it, did it look like maybe Christopher Judge was thrilled to be in different costumes? Yeah. He was like, as many as you can give me. He seemed like like trying to like uh, keep chill with the giddy the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this will work for the next scene? I think I need something else. Yeah. Oh, great, great. Yeah. Uh, well, this episode aired September eighth in two thousand. Uh, directed by William Garrity, who brought us the hits uh, like Thor's Chariot and uh, Sarah's favorite episode, Broken Divide. <gasps> Oh, uh, boy, I can't. I, I don't think I'd go an episode without bringing that episode up. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh, written by Joseph Malozzi, who's uh, the new Wonderkin, uh, has brought us great stuff. Uh, Window of Opportunity, Scorched Earth. You know, it's pretty mm-hmm. good ones. Um, just just starting out, so we really should get into this episode deeply. Let's do it. And- so we already know. We've already established we're in the briefing room, and it's clear everyone's been called there outside of normal hours. Teal'c didn't get to do Kelnarim. 
Sam and Daniel were trying to do some nerdy stuff. And uh, MacGyver was is probably a little bit drunk. <laughs> Given the way that he's sort of laying across the table and was at home. Uh, no, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's almost like, yeah, no, these people were deep in deep doing their own thing. And then they got called and then they got called in by something akin to this alarm. Sarah, we got to stop. We gotta stop what we're doing. Let's we got to stop what we're doing. No more Kel Noreen. Nope. Uh, you, you have to summarize this whole episode in 24 seconds or okay. uh, the, the, Let's go. the mafia come kidnap you or whatever the, the alien mafia the alien mafia come that to are actually you. human yes yeah, yeah. Uh, are you okay. ready mm, let's go go <laughs> all right so um god i got distracted i was so ready like 20 seconds ago can we start over no we can't <laughs> okay oh my god so daniel's a fucking dickhead about mental illness he's a real prick but he's also a little bit funny later in the episode and um yeah, I don't know. Why do they always clear out the offices when people disappear because they were shady and faking it? Why do they take all the furniture with them when they're trying to... <laughs> I was so ready when you first brought it up. No, no, you bring, you bring up a lot of good points, though. That, that's a lot of... You know, we'll get into all of that. Believe me, there's a, there's a through line here about... Yeah mental illness and how you deal with it <laughs> well i can't like my number one interest in most episodes is hey daniel was a dick oh. <laughs> <laughs> well oh man and this is just a smorgasbord here <laughs> oh man he was i did kind of enjoy it later in the show in the show okay so daddy comes in looking like Oh. Not like he's mad at us, but like he's got bad news, like Disneyland burned down and we were supposed to go next week. Uh, yeah, he does look a little uh, wor- daddy's general daddy's worried. General daddy is worried. And general daddy is like, hey, we got this weird phone call. And they're like, huh? They're like, this guy asked for O'Neill. We'll never know how he got our number or how he's heard of O'Neill. But OK. And uh, yeah, because because he's on like one of those um, like he's on a chat group for conspiracy. Oh, yeah. But if other people had that number, they'd be getting calls all the. Oh, you know, they probably do. They got to change their number and <laughs> also change O'Neill's name. <laughs> so but this this one, this one, he goes on and on and somebody actually took it seriously enough and is their job was to listen to this whole message where he talks about the CIA conspiracy to harass people through microwaves, lizard people, blah, 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 blah. And everyone's like, who gives a shit? And then he's like, also the Stargate. Yeah. I know there's something called Stargate. No, look, I got, I was super impressed because you got to think about this. Like we, you know, like all that stuff that they brought up, like we, yeah. like we as listeners, we're like, yeah, oh, we know all about that, man. This, oh, is a, right. this dude was ahead of his time. And if, and apparently the writer was ahead of his time, like, yeah, lizard people, all that shit was already a thing. This is lovely. It brought me back. It took me back to, yeah, the, uh, the late nineties, early two thousands, Netscape fucking chat groups. You know, the internet was just kicking off. 
somebody had to be involved in those chat rooms, had to research this shit because it wasn't like now where everybody on TikTok is like, have you heard about this dumb bullshit people are saying? Trump hadn't been president. So everybody wasn't so like, I sound sane when I say this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, everyone knew that everything was a little, little off. Everyone knew that there was things going on. Uh, no, it was great. And that, and that, well, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, nowadays fucking, you know, millennial Gen Z conspiracy theorists, they think they're like coming up with novel shit. Nah, this is the proof. <laughs> that is, this that is, is the, the weirdest. That is the weirdest. Um, you kids don't even know what you're talking about. Drag that I've ever heard from an old person. I'm so, you I'm, kids, you kids think that you made up this conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> we also wore, we also wore low, low rise pants. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about lizard people in 97. Give me a break. Uh, ooh. And, and this episode is the proof. <laughs> so they, they were go around the table and we're, we see the whole table. We don't go around the table. We get a shot from daddy's point of view of everybody's expression. Oh, we do go around the table. And what I notice is Sam's rocking a new shorter haircut and it looks amazing. And then I thought, I think she's doing that haircut at Daniel because that's the same haircut Daniel has or has, but his looks like shit. And then they, (laughs) and I write that down and then they show uh, McNeil and I'm like, oh my God, they all have the same haircut. And the only one who looks like an idiot is Daniel. Was Daniel trying to get a haircut like McNeil's so that they could be like, we are so best friends so that he could show up and act like he had never noticed that he had that haircut before and go like, Oh my God, we have the same haircut. I'm not copying you. Oh man. That's such, that's such third wheel energy. Cause like, <laughs> cause like Car- Carter's doing it and succeeding, uh, looking super fly, uh, which I definitely agree with. Uh, yeah. And yeah. And they're, and they're having a great time. And Daniel's in the background, just being like, I could look, I could do it too. I could do it too. All right. This is season four, episode 11, third wheel energy. (laughs) All right. Everyone, but Teal, everyone, Teal has had that haircut. Uh, well, well, yeah, you know, yeah. They're like, look, this guy knows a lot. He wants to meet at the certain place at the certain time. We, so yeah. And you know, he sounds super paranoid. So what should we do? Well, let's, yeah, after his spiel about black ops teams, let's send a black, a black ops, ops team. team. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so after credits, uh, when we come back, I don't know why the camera went this way, but I went okay. Um, okay, diner boobs, got it. Diner boobs. Why was it? it was like just the camera was set, so it would just be like this waitress would the server would walk by, and it would just be like almost her black uniform, which was just boobs would just take over your whole screen for a second. Oh, I missed that shit. Very, very intense. <laughs> well, no. Yeah. This sweet diner, you know, uh, this is the spot. O'Neill's there. O'Neill's done this before. Mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. like bread and butter meeting randos and denying everything. And he, to his credit, which is so like, to his credit, he is amazing at playing it straight and like t- being like, I'm taking you seriously mm, mm-hmm, at, mm-hmm. at first. He's even like respectful for like five minutes or less, two minutes, which I was like, Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, he's, he's just trying to find out as much information as he can. But um, this is fun because this, during this conversation, uh, we find out his name is Martin. Yeah. And um, Martin is, as he knows about the Stargate, 
And I, I love this. I actually, I really wish I could see more of this guy and other things because when O'Neill says, yeah, there is a Stargate project, but it's magnets. And when they put the camera back on Stanford's face, his, the way he registers like, oh, wait, that, what? Like, is very good. I love it. Oh. Good face, good FaceTime. Like he does, <laughs> it's a good, like, he does like magnets. What the fuck? Like, uh, he should like, know oh, about magnets. Yeah. If he's been on those sites. Nah. But then, then Jack says, but a Stargate is a good idea for a TV show. And I thought, I said, is it? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, O'Neill's going meta. I'm still in denial about liking this show. And that's probably MacGyver. He's like, I got to say this. It's going to be great. Yes, yes, yeah. No, yeah, you know, yeah. O'Neill's doing his thing and talking to this man who, yeah, you know, it's obvious, you know, he's looking around. He's he, he's doing the whole thing, screening O'Neill, making sure everything is in its place. And while that's happening, we, <laughs> we fucking cut to Teal'c in the kitchen with a fucking camera in the ticket carousel. You know how much work is required to do that? Oh, they did not have time to do that. This is even if they had had all the equipment and materials in that room, I feel like they didn't have time to put that together. And I, what's really fun is Teal clearly doesn't like, why would he as the prime have training and undercover work? His training is like (laughs) hand to hand combat and like just brute warfare. Like there's super no reason that he and he doesn't he doesn't he's like staring straight at o'neill and and martin and martin just standing and there and he just stands there with with his chef's hat on that's hat number one we should count how many hats yeah, yeah, yeah. i should i wish i'd been doing that just fucking staring at them and kind of looking really excited to be there he just said this is fun this is a lot of fun guys yeah he's like those other because because the other the rest of the team is in that truck that that van, that surveillance van, that's got a, I never thought about it, but smell bad. There's a lot of people tucked in that, in there with a lot of hot equipment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sam, Sam and Daniel are, st- are in the stakeout van. Look, costumes went crazy with, with like, oh my God, we can put them in different clothes. Are we in mostly earth this episode? This yeah. is great. Can we? <laughs> <laughs> they gave them a lot of like, a lot of outfits. Not just Teal, but add, you know, stakeout procedures and tech. Descartes' repertoire. Mm-hmm. Oh, he of course. He knows how to do all that stuff. And I guess Daniel, not really. Yeah. Later on, we're going to add like um, psychiatric medication to Sam's area of expertise, which and, is fun. And also lock picking. Oh, my God. We'll get there. Oh, just... oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait. <laughs> so Sam went to lock picking school. Yeah. 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 And uh, carries a lockpit set with her in yes. every, it's like how I have poop bags in every one of my civilian coat pockets. She has a lockpick in every set and every one of hers. So she wasn't like, oh no, I put it in my other jacket yesterday. So that worked out. She's like, no, no, it's got to be denim today. And just check. Yep. Got all the things I need in the denim jacket as well. So yeah. let's rock. And then like Mart, meanwhile, Marty is sitting across from McNeil going like, listen, I'm an alien. Uh, what would it take you to believe a guy like this? Ooh, like what? Yeah. Well, yeah, no. I mean, nothing, nothing he says in this scene. Okay. You know? But how about if you were a member of an elite team 
that travels to other planets where definitely there's a bunch of humans and some of them have like interstellar flight capability. Um, then how much would it take for you to at least entertain the possibility that this person's not just delusional? Because I feel like maybe they should take him a little more seriously. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I mean, O'Neill does because like, yeah, because they Carter and Jackson, they do his uh, license plate. They find his house. And so one of the waitresses g- writes a note on the thing, gives the ticket to O'Neill and is like, stall his ass. We're going to go right, to Because O'Neill's like, O'Neill goes from I'm taking you seriously to like, Jesus fucking Christ. Check, yeah. please. He's like, I am super done. But I, I do want to note, okay. So Marty is saying he got all this information from these online chats yeah. about conspiracy. And I'm just like, wait, there's a Stargate online conspiracy chat. This seems like a really big deal. And I, I just don't understand. Like, don't they already monitor and even dissemble on that chat? Shouldn't like a good half of the people in the chat be from the SGC? (laughs) Shouldn't they already know who Marty is? No, no, no. I, I seriously say, well, I mean, you know, look, 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 like, yes, ideally, but you know, all the, you know, these things that, you know, they were just coming up, you know, yeah. everyone's mm-hmm. learning it at the same time, even the military, probably, even though they had it since the sixties, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're all they're Oh, it's all of a sudden become very popular. Well, we got to get, you know, maybe it took a while for them to really start monitoring all this stuff, you know? Right. And this is barely, but is before nine 11. Oh, that's so wild. Isn't that fucking weird? (laughs) But like, I do feel like they got a lot more serious about a lot of different kinds of security. That's probably, I don't know, because they, they found out there were all these chats that these people that, you know, these terrorists were having and they're like, Oh, I guess we should have uh, looked at that. (laughs) But it makes me feel like, you know, I don't know if like the writer Joseph, you know, knew about this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he was like into it or anything like that. He was like, "This is a you know, this is this is a cool little angle to take this whole concept, this kind of yeah, thing I is bet. happening." I'm you know? I'm absolutely certain. Like some like he must have been like he must have been like just for funsies when I there wasn't a lot to do. What is he going to be like on MySpace and GeoCities? So he'd like or like Friendster. <laughs> so he instead like he would go to weird chat rooms. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I hope I hope he doesn't go. I hope we don't. Wow. I hope I hope. 2000, 2001 chat rooms don't inform a lot of future episodes. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, I remember doing it. I remember being at the Netscape kiosk at the, at, in, at the, at the, at the sub building at Idaho state university and mm-hmm. just being like, I got time to kill before my next class. Let's look up who, who, who built the pyramids chat. Yeah. I, re- I remember going on these sites as well. When then yeah, as soon as the internet popped up, I was right in there. I would I was right along. I you know, yeah. I could have been a Marty. Wasn't a little you, more level headed. Did you even vote for yourself for most likely to basically be a Marty in <laughs> Friends? <laughs> yeah, I've always towed the line. <laughs> Sarah. Um, that's yeah. by the way true. Everyone, <laughs> that is a conversation. <laughs> that happened with multiple people over a period of time. So I, um, I feel this. Yeah, no, I've, I enjoyed this episode because it really did take me back to like those old days, yeah. the, the beginning well, days of the internet. And, and Jack, Jack reluctantly 
it's his job to stay. So he listens to Marty a little bit more and turns out it's a good thing he stayed because dude's pretty sharp. Dude has figured out he's got two theories who gives a shit what the other one was because one of them is that some aliens came, took a bunch of humans to other planets and turned them into slaves. And Jack's like, yeah, weird. Yeah, what? He's getting way too much stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like that's why would you say that? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So, so he's, yeah. So it, Marty's too right for him not to take Emily somewhat seriously. Mm-hmm. To at least figure out, like, where is he getting this information? Yeah, Jesus Christ, we got to figure this dude out. And Marty's like, yeah, no, I got a ship. There's a ship somewhere. Uh, <laughs> let's let's go. And and O'Neill's got to stall him. So he's like, all right, I'll go with you alone somewhere. No big deal. You know? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah probably not a great idea. But he is special forces, although his, like, being good at being a special forces person seems to vary by episode. But okay. Well, I guess first... I guess we we go to his house. Yeah, the gang staking at his house like a bunch of creeps. Yeah. Fucking lockpicking his door. Jesus Christ. Yep, yep, yep. And this is where I'm, I'm mad about the lockpick. But then, oh my God, what about the Thor LARPing doll? Hey, look, it's the... It looks just fucking like Thor. Is that racist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where Marty got half of this shit, but... Uh, no, he's got the coolest fucking house of all time. Oh, my I, God. I love his, his shit. So fucking cool. It's awesome. Like, how does he's not even from here? How does he know all that shit's so cool? How does he do it? He's got a fake ray gun. That was really fun when Teal, like, I picked up a ray gun like that in a store once with my sister and two of our cousins, and it made that exact same noise. And we all went, Ugh! you know, is that was the 80s. <laughs> but um, I love that Teal. Like, this gun is, in, is ineffective, inoperable, does yeah. nothing. It's yeah, broken. Yeah. Just does this noise. No, he's got a lot of cool shit. Uh, And also a lot of drugs. (laughs) Okay. Listen, it looks like a lot. (laughs) But listen, if your doctors, first of all, I'm going to say, I'm going to say something about psychiatrists. They are zealous as fuck about trying medications. Like they're always like, we could make your mood a little better or worse. Let's find out. And so I'm sure he doesn't take all those meds, but unlike me, he doesn't like, discard his meds and mm. you know maybe some of those are like you know famotidine like for your stomach like maybe it's not <laughs> so but uh yeah daniel's one who opens the cupboard from his very cool like 60s kitchen and uh it's like wow yeah oh my god you sam you're gonna come see this and uh yep Yep, it's a bunch of it's. Oh, and she doesn't read a single label. She just goes, "Oh my god, um, <laughs> antidepressants, oh antipsychotics, mood stablers. Wow, they're really trying to treat something with this guy." And I was just like, and I at uh, that moment was like, "Fuck both of you, but mostly Daniel, or especially <laughs> Daniel." I'm like, "Do you? I had so many things in my. I just did a clean out." But I had so many things in there that I took exactly one of mm. or zero of where I was like, you know what? I don't want to take this and I don't need it. So one last thing at the house we could probably say is that, you know, they're finding various notes. Oh, right. A diary. I forgot about the diary. Yeah, Some diary. And and then, yeah. And a close up of the Thor statue and shit. It's got a camera inside of it. The plot thickens. Oh, yeah. And the, can we talk about. I didn't think about this until now, but listen, they were 
<laughs> spoiler alert. Okay. To the end of the episode, <laughs> I hate to ruin it for you now, but they are, Marty is an alien. Okay. And there was war on his planet and they were in big trouble. And so a bunch of you know, different people were dispatched to different other planets to try to get assistance. And listen, so he knows what the Asgard are, but he couldn't get Asgard help. Yeah, Thor is such a fucking jerk. Whoa, whoa, wait a sec. What? <laughs> How'd we get to dunking on Thor? Wait a second. <laughs> I know I've said He's this before. Busy. I listen, I've said it before, so that's fine. <laughs> I, I don't remember why, but I'm just gonna assume I was correct and stand by it. But yeah, they go to his diary, they start reading all this stuff that where he's like been documenting weird things that are happening, and they're like, Oh, yep, he's a uh, he's insane. And I'm like, you know, that's why I don't write shit down. <laughs> Uh, my medicine cabinet will be enough. That's <laughs> yeah. all they need. Um, but yeah, no, but yeah, no, see the thing is, yes, there's this camera in the statue and we mm-hmm. pull out and we see, uh, I don't know the bad boy black ops team. I don't, I don't know what to say. Ooh. The Italian mafia, but I don't know that there's a Cylon in there. Yes. 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 Kind of the, the nerdiest Cylon. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah, and it's like, okay, well, there you go. Marty's not totally paranoid, obviously. Right. Somebody is indeed watching him. Yeah, totally different group yeah, of yeah. peoples uh, that aren't the government. We, we well, think. at first, because he had mentioned the CIA, like, harassing and spying on people. So I was like, wait, a Cylon's in the CIA? That's <laughs> until much later when I was like, Cylons don't give a, or Cylons, Cylons don't give a fuck about aliens, and neither does the CIA. CIA doesn't dabble in that shit. As far as I know, they have mm. much shadier shit to be involved with. They're not like observers anyway. I mean, they spy, but they're like a pretty, pro- my understanding is they're a pretty fucking proactive group. <laughs> so, well, I mean, right. in the, 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 yeah, the, these gentlemen in black leather jackets, like I kind of went, I, you know, my mind went back to like, uh, Mayborn, you know, the mm. Mayborn episodes. I'm like, Oh, I guess maybe there's still some sort of like, shadowy thing going on with that even Same. though he's not in charge of it anymore i definitely thought they were some sort of new government agency that we were going to find out about which i think is what we're meant to think yeah yeah no so yeah that works i thought they were alien hunters because oh. they really they're really not happy when they scan teal yeah what kind of like special camera do they have that's a really good shitty that's a really quality a lot of quality in a very small camera also uh, especially for the times i feel like these these guys could have like i don't know pretended to have been well they i mean i assume it's technology that they brought with them but they could have pretended to invent have invented it and then they could have made like so much money from our fucked up our fucked up healthcare (laughs) system which is all profit driven driven we'll find out that they could have like invented the iphone and now we're in the we're in we're on a forest hike. Oh yeah, you are we on Earth or on seventy other planets that look like this? We don't know. No, Apparently, we're we're, a, we're in Colorado. We're in, <laughs> oh oh oh! <laughs> I've been to some Colorado forests. Uh, okay, not a lot of them look like this. <laughs> you know, I yeah, I mean, even the mountains in Colorado. Look, just look like sharp rocks. (laughs) 
at this point, like I like Marty and MacGyver are chatting with each other. It seems like they kind of uh, have stuff in common. I did. Oh. I started calling them Eminem. <laughs> like their cute little best friend name. I don't know. Yeah. Which later can also apply to Marty, uh, Murray. Marty and Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Marty Murray and McNeil. Yeah. Yeah. Eminem. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I'm feeling, I'm feeling O'Neill on this. Cause like someone takes you out to the forest to find a fucking alien ship and then they get there and like, oh, it was right here. It's like, fuck you. Are you kidding me? I got to say, yes. M has had enough of M's bullshit. And I get that because I get like that on hikes, too. <laughs> yeah. Especially hikes that I didn't try to like fucking be on. I just signed up to go on a goddamn hike today. I was supposed to be at like diner booths at a diner. over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he's all like, he gets, M gets really whiny. He's like, you don't understand. M gets like, ugh, I roll. I get that a lot, which I thought was funny. I mean, it's an alien. Look, if you, if this is that important to you, you forgot where it's at. Fuck yeah, off. Like, honestly, you take all those like fastidious notes and yet you don't have like a little map to your ship. Yeah, and and not, not to mention the fact that this is what O'Neill does on his, in, on his day job. He's hiking right. through forests all the time. Give him a break. Yeah, he's like, he didn't even like hiking, maybe. And then he, and then this is when, when M is like, oh, you know what? I get confused because all the meds I'm on, which frankly, despite everything I said, would also make me go, Jesus, fuck. (laughs) Are you serious? Okay. I am definitely, definitely turning around. Well, but although O'Neill is nice enough to be like, hey, don't worry, I'll drive you back to town. Thanks. Yeah. Leave him in the middle of nowhere. Like, <laughs> like obviously. <laughs> yeah. Did you drive here? Yeah. You're driving back. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, we cut to the base a little time right. later, just a little bit later, I, I guess. There, there's some time jumpiness yes. that begins to happen where you're like, oh, when did they find that out? How did wait? Wait, they just found that out over here. How do you already know that? And it it's surrounding this guy's meds. Like, I I, I kind of like it. It's kind of like a Law and Order episode. A oh, I guess bit, it is. Sure, know? sure. Yeah. So, um, except for what we can say about this show is it is not cop propaganda. Oh, oh, sure. Just, oh my god, it's military propaganda, isn't it? <laughs> Shut up. This could totally. Yes, it is super like America, America, American exceptionalism propaganda for sure. So never mind. Okay, so Dr. Frage gets mm, to come in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. doesn't have to say anything about anybody's physicality and no. how they're doing, which is very nice for love her. It. I love that. Love it for her. And uh, she says to daddy, well, we've tested his meds and they're, and I'm like, wait, wait, what? what? Mm-hmm. Why? Why would you do that? That is great. Absolutely. It turns out you needed to. But why would you have sent his meds to a lab? How did they get to that lab so fast? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. did you like um, uh, Star Trek them there? Do you have a tube? Like a pneumatic, new, was it called pneumatic? Inter- yeah, intragalactic pneumatic tube. <laughs> yeah, because even in a tube, it would take a long time to get to this lab. And the lab didn't have any other things to test. <laughs> no, they've been, they, they've been idle for a little bit. They've been idle. Is it a dedicated lab? 
how do they even remember how to do their jobs with how often they probably don't have to test stuff? So anyways, they do test his meds and they are irregular. Yeah. They don't really specify what's going on. Just that they're kind of off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like, so no, yeah, we don't know the wrong. effects. We don't know what, what, what could be different. They're just like, maybe that's what's causing him to have all these. I'm an alien delusions, which by now, honestly, I don't know. I guess I, I kind of feel like they should have scrapped that as their number one hypot like theory of what's happening. <laughs> it should be like maybe their second or third theory of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Second, second, let's say second, but they, it's like each scene they, they're, it's like a whole new world to these people. And they're forgetting that he knows what a Stargate is and, there's a um, lot of shit. Yeah. So, yeah. So Sam and Daniel go to see his psychiatrist. And I don't know. It feels like, I guess it makes sense. It feels like simultaneously they're already at the psychiatrist and <laughs> already somehow have like, like via like some, maybe they have chips in their brain and, and Dr. Frey is able to just text a message right into their brains. that like BT dubs. These meds are super fucked. And, um, Oh, yeah. no, no. Some time has passed. Carter's wearing a totally different outfit. Oh, that's right. She's wearing all black. She's all black now. And uh, no, this, this, I got to ask you uh, this. Uh, what do you think about this office? It's very uh, like TV show psychiatry. But I mean, like psychiatry, like therapist office on TV now are ludicrously like they are like decked out in like the most expensive professional mid-century modern design. It's insane. I've no, never th- been. That's what I'm saying. This yeah. dude, this dude can't be cheap, right? Right. Yeah. Like I, how oh, we've Marty all been pay to, him? How, yeah. <laughs> what does we've Marty all been do? To a therapist. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. Like we've all been to a therapist and it is obviously like, I found this coffee table on the side of the road. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my office. Uh, no, no, you know this. This guy's got an amazing office. I'm yeah. like, this is amazing. And what? What does Marty even do? Where does he get money? Because he's, you know, too weird to. Like, I'm too weird to have a job. I get it. They, they don't want you there. Like, they don't want Marty there either, right? He's too. He's using all logging all of his internet time. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looking at conspiracies when he's supposed to be like, I don't know. What well, yeah, yeah. My whole my whole thing was. Control. He well no yeah I I was like if he's not an alien if this is all just paranoid delusion you know he's probably you know he probably inherited some money you know what I mean mm. you know he's just paying his own insurance or whatever he can afford this doc I wonder where he thinks he got his money and nothing's ever like addressed as far as like where does he okay so he's taking these weird chemicals which keep him confused and take keep his memory at bay but in order to like really believe he's crazy, doesn't he need like false memories? A back catalog of living on earth for 30 years. Sure. Yeah. Also the alien bad guys in this show all know to wear bad guy black. How do they know that? Well, from the TV, you know, from the fifties movies that they saw on the radio waves as they were coming to earth. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So it reminds me of that um, Futurama episode where the aliens come and they demand to see single female lawyer, uh, (laughs) Allie McBeal, but it's been off the air for like thousands of years. Yeah. And they're like, we will blow you up if you don't show us single female lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, it's awesome. Uh, well, yeah, no, you know, they're like, look, doc, uh, we got to talk about this dude. And he's like, well, pa- pa- doc he's like, who, Coffee. who do you want to talk about? And they're like Martin Lloyd. And I was like, ah, I get it. This guy's got two first names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Everything tracks now. <laughs> well, this doc did it. Cause he's like, Hey, look, Oh, that guy. Well, <laughs> I could get into it, but I shouldn't, you know, Doctor yeah. patient confidentiality and all that, but yeah, that's not gonna but fly. Two, that's not gonna fly. Two seconds later, he's like, "JK, I don't give a shit about that because I don't have a license to lose." Oh well, <laughs> well, I thought because is isn't is that the case? I was curious because Carter brings it up. She's like, "This is national security." Uh, so you, Sarah, tell me, is that a thing? Can um, the military okay. come and be like, "Yeah, you have to tell us." That's out the well. Window. So I've never been in a situation like that and I am years out of practice, but I do know that without an ROI, a release of information that specifically says I can talk to this specific person. Absolutely not. And uh, absolutely not. Even with and national security. On the line. I don't know what the fuck that means. Oh. Somebody came in, like seriously, like if someone came and Carter's told me, just this, said it, <laughs> this is a matter of national security. I would just be like, I don't, what? I don't know what the fuck to do with that. I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't <laughs> like I'm not. No, I, I would just be like, then get me some paperwork. Absolutely not. Yeah. 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 Um, if this guy were a real professional, I would feel real bad for him. But yeah, no, I, I don't. There's nothing in in school or HIPAA training that's like, OK, but if somebody does come to you in yeah. plain clothes that are very, very large clothes for their frame and they say it's a matter <laughs> of national security, do break confidentiality. That is written into HIPAA. <laughs> Wait, that's just Daniel, though, right? Because Carter's looking. She's looking. No, fly. Carter's clothes are enormous. Well, what are you talking well, about? Well, and well, later well. on, we see her shoes and I'm like, oh, that's right. <laughs> that was before you could get comfortable, durable shoes that actually also looked good on your yeah, feet. All right. Her all feet right. looked like a couple well. of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> this psychiatrist is about to call Sam and Daniel delusional <laughs> to their face. Yeah, well, yeah, no, see, they should have known the game was up immediately. As soon as he did that, that was so unprofessional. Well, yeah, well, and also the fact that he's like national security about this dude. What are you talking about? I find that hard to believe. It's like, no, wait a second. If Marty has been talking about this stuff for a bit, like, I'm sure Marty's mentioned some of this shit. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's 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 weird. And also this guy doesn't know fuck all about national security. I would never. Yeah, I would never if somebody did come to me and say that a client was a national security risk. I would never be like, <laughs> you're dumb. <laughs> He's only talked about the CIA. It's one of his main themes and all that yeah. it doesn't mean yeah. anything, though. He's just delusion. He just puts people into his fantasies like you. Oh, sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah. get, oh, sorry. For like me you're to break doing right now. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for coming to my office. I know. Like, I just I would never be like shoes. <laughs> I see this person um, kind of inconsistently about once a month. So when they bother (laughs) to come, so I, and I've known them, I've known them because of their insurance. I've known them for five weeks and next week is the last week I'll know them. So you're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I bet Marty, I bet Marty goes every, every week. 
Got oh, a definitely. Set time. Marty, been Marty, there since the beginning. Marty's a twice a week guy. All right. All right. Twice a week, That's two hour sessions. Uh, this dude's man. Oh, of course, we we'll all realize it's all for not anyway, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is the fun part. I don't know why this is happening. I do not understand why O'Neill and Teal are sharing a room at the Notel Motel, but this shit is fucking hilarious because <laughs> Teal walks up to O'Neill, who's sitting with the remote control watching the TV, and yeah. Teal taps him on the shoulder and without a word is given quarters by O'Neill. I don't know why he doesn't have any quarters. He probably used all his. He used them, yeah. And, and he puts them into, and oh God, I've never been in a hotel room like this, uh, but he puts them into a vibrate, the vibrating bed, lays there. It is so fucking happy because he has no idea why it does that. I would not get into that bed with every item of clothing I have on all at once. No. Gross. Is that is there a word for that type of bed? I called it the sex bed, but I know that that's not, that's what I wrote down. But I know that, is there like a word? that bed? I don't know. I don't know. I could just call it a vibrating vibrating bed. bed yeah, I've always just called it that. But I probably saw one on TV, like in a comedy or something, as a kid, and said, called it a vibrating bed. So, well, I remember National Lampoon's Vacation. That's when I Me first too? saw it. Yeah, yeah. Same. And I was like, yeah. how? What? Uh, funny. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah, no. That's on my bucket list. You know. I. Me too. I would love to. I don't just even to have find list. one. Yeah. To see one. And I would definitely put a thick piece of plastic over it and uh, lay on it and turn it on mm -hmm. or yeah. bring my own bedding. I don't know. I'm not touching that fucking bed. I know that. <laughs> Just um, watching from I, afar. Yeah. I bring the black light that I use to see if my dog is peed somewhere, I guess. Well, no. Tilk's uh, loving it in his Hawaiian shirt. I, I actually laughed out loud like for a minute. No, like, it was I, good. Yeah, it was really yeah, funny. Yeah. Because yeah, no, it's it's all looks super seedy, right? And then like, yeah. and then there's a knock at the door, and it's Martin. And uh, yeah, and I was like, how did how the fuck did he find O'Neill? Is O'Neill like hiding? Well, it turns out we find out because O'Neill, for some reason. I don't even know why he would have this. He did not make his own hotel arrangements in this situation, but he, for some reason <laughs> in his car that Marty was in on the floor of the car, because I guess he's, he doesn't seem messy for everything else about him. His house is fucking spotless, yeah, but he, yeah. he, I guess just threw on the floor a flyer for this. This hotel has flyers. I'm so confused anyway. So that's how Marty found him. I don't know how he got his room number. Cause I don't know why he'd be given that information. Uh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's almost it's almost impossible. But yeah, no, but just from Marty's perspective, right? It's like you come in here. There's Can we talk about the fact that Teal'c is on the bed, not wearing a hat, and then Jack uh, decides to open the door, so he throws Teal'c. Just the, okay, like, listen, we've <laughs> talked recently about how they keep sidelining uh, Teal'c's character and Chris Judge, mm -hmm. and he's just, like, given no lines. So he's making the most of his face. And by now he is making the most of his face this whole episode. Yeah. And the swagger and panache of how he puts on his stupid fucking Bill Murray bucket hat. Yeah. And then when Jack is like, this is my friend Murray. That was a Caddyshack reference, right? That was on purpose. Oh, Bill Murray wore a bucket hat in Caddyshack. It's it could have, be. it could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be. It's gotta be nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, but, you know, well, but it's this whole thing, you know, Marty's so, you know, he's so cautious and careful, but then he's like, who's that guy? 
He's like, I oh, know. that's a, it's my it's my friend it's my friend Murray. Like what? He's like, oh, okay. Anyway, like like when you were hunting down O'Neill and they were freely giving you information about their paying guests, you didn't say, is he with anyone? You actually think that Colonel O'Neill came here by himself? Because <laughs> if I feel like if I had been Marty, I would have since how he's just like it's a he's a wizard at getting phone numbers and room numbers. Mm-hmm. I would have like changed the I would have changed from boobs at the diner to to like McDonald's. Any hoozles, he holds up a toothpick to Jack and Jack, I, Jack grabs it, takes it. First of all, mm, without context, someone holds up a toothpick in front of me. I back away because that is too close to my fucking face. <laughs> I do not touch it. I do not know the history yet of that toothpick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is for picking nasty shit out of your nasty teeth, in yeah. your nasty mouth. I'm not, no part of that. But Jack takes it and he's like, Oh, yeah. A toothpick that explains everything, which is funny. But but then it actually does explain something. It gives it, up the fucking game. This whole hotel room scene is so has been so funny. It is so funny to me, like to everybody. It's, it's a funny it's a funny part of the show, like because he's like, well, I, I put it in my door. So if it fell on the floor, if they opened it, I would totally know they'd been there which by the way if i opened a door and a toothpick fell on the floor i would notice (laughs) but and they're like how they're like but how did you leave and he's like (laughs) through the window oh my god do you think i'm so stupid i would use my own door i thought that was no yeah marty's caught him he's caught him o'neill knows he's caught him no there's so many layers to like you know, uh, us as the audience are like, yeah, this like, you know, paranoid, delusional guy who's uh, apparently actually actually on the right track. And then mm-hmm. O'Neill, who doesn't believe him, but but knows he's being right. It's it's can't it's, afford to not take it. They cannot afford to not investigate what is happening here because somebody if it's not Marty, someone knows something. Yeah. And they need to figure out who the fuck that is, which is when we go back to the psychiatrist's office. <laughs> fuck it. Back and, at the okay. greatest psychiatrist's office of all time is what I, what I wrote down. Okay. Marty should absolutely be unconscious if he, because, okay, Sam lists, uh, rattles off five meds. <laughs> only, <laughs> only one of them did I intend to look up because it, she gives, she only, she gives um, a generic name for profenazine, which I've heard of, but cannot mm. remember what it is. I don't know what it is. I forgot to look it up, but doxepin veterans with PTSD take that for sleep. Mm. Almost no one else can get a prescription for doxepin. Okay. Lithium yeah. bipolar disorder, mostly tends to make people pretty tired. Haldol. That is some old school. I mean, I guess, it, no, that is some old school fucking medicine for uh, psychosis, but it, Gorks you. It makes you fucking sleepy. And on top of all of that, Valium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one I did recognize. And I was like, Holy I shit. assume Provenazine, just given all of that, Provenazine is either a super upper. My, my man should be unconscious 24 hours a day. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, and that's only five. <laughs> yeah. Of yeah. The yeah. He's of, <laughs> and he's not even really mentally ill. Um, I guess it doesn't matter. He's not really taking any of those meds or is he taking those meds, but also they added other things. It's Look, so confusing. The real question is, 
Because, spoiler alert, yeah, this isn't a real psychiatrist. It's an alien. How the fuck did he even get any of those medications? Did he go to psych school? How long have they been here? Yeah, because he's been... so Because he's not dispensing them in the office. He says very... He says specifically, I write the prescriptions. He fills them at the pharmacy. So at what point are they? do they tamper? Where do they get the chemicals they use to tamper? What are, what are the chemicals? We don't even know. How the, yeah, that. and are they are they just replacing his pills altogether? Or is he actually taking all these meds plus something else? Or is he taking fake meds? Which, by the way, this episode, I hope nobody with, who really struggles with paranoid psychosis of any kind ever watches an episode <laughs> of TV like this. Because... Already, like you, you're getting a drug one month, and they're getting it from like Teva, and then it's blue, and then the next month they're getting it from a whole different generic mm. brand, and it is yellow, and they're like, "What the fuck is that?" I mean, look, even I feel that way. I do you too. Know? And I'm I like, know. why is it? Why can't it just not be the same shape and color, please? Mm-hmm. I've, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to. Uh... <laughs> Our new podcast, uh, Pharmacology. We're tired of pills. With, <laughs> we're, <laughs> but oh. we're too old and it's never going to be less pills than it is pass now. On the, pass on the pills. Yeah, we're already on the fewest pills we're ever going to be on in our whole fucking lives. So. Ooh, that's probably, that's probably facts right there. Yeah. <laughs> the yes. number will only be going up, ladies and gentlemen. So, so this guy gets called by, God, we are tangents. City um, today. Well, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot to this episode. Yeah, 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 and it's fun. It's so much fun. This episode's so much fun to talk about and watch. So, yeah, they they call this doc on the fact that these meds are adulterated, and he's like, "That's when he's like, no, I don't do it." What? And <laughs> then he gets like wildly defensive with them, which, like, good poker face, idiot. Like mm. he's like, "You've been able to pretend you are a psychiatrist." for however long and you can't keep it together in front of these two people. Yeah. All right. Like he gets really weird and start. I can't remember what he says. But do you, he kind of starts like getting threatening with them. Well, it does. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, if you, if you already know this much about earth society, you should know that. Yeah. I'm sure they showed some credentials maybe. Yeah. Well, he's probably like, at least knows like he's probably at least seen cops. And it's like, yeah. oh, fuck. you cannot fuck with uh, with um, sanctioned authority. All right. So now. So, OK, we're seeing we're seeing these um, these bad guys again. We're seeing a couple of them and we're like, who the fuck are they? This is I'm like the CIA doesn't. This is this is not CIA style like or interest. What what is going on? Well, and even more so because, you know, like Marty back at the hotel, like he because this is the whole thing. He's like, I think I'm an alien because I have sort of a memory sort of i get i get visions i get flashes of things saying i get visions is very much the wrong way to get anyone to think you're not just psychotic (laughs) like yes i think i have these weird memories or i have these ideas these scenes they they, i can see them they feel like memories you know just okay yeah well, he undercuts that all because he gives O'Neill a fucking paper with perfectly drawn Stargate symbols on it. <laughs> so, so you're right. I know. O'Neill There's- just keeps waffling back and forth. He's like, this guy is not right in the head. Oh, 
nope, there's something to this. Let's stay in the hotel room and talk. And at this point, this is where I know that O'Neill also has the implant in his brain where Dr. Frazier can text him because it turns out he also knows the medication's adulterated because oh, right. Marty has some of the medication in his pocket and he says, can you get me a glass of water? <laughs> and the camera pans around and I'm like, where the fuck are they staying? I have I, the Notel Motel has a full kitchen. Oh, it's beautiful. That has a wall separating it from the rest of the hotel room. It is nicer than like an extended stay America. I want. Yeah, we got to. Yeah, this is. I would. I feel like I would live. It's like it's like better than most studio apartments. Anyway, yeah, he's got these seven symbols. He's got that phone number, too. It's all ET phone home now. And uh, O'Neill's like basically almost slaps the pill bottle right out of his hand. You you know what they have to be? You know what those what they have to be? They just basically have to be amnesiac pills, right? They have to be some sort of forget your actual memories. They have to be, I think, right? Well, from when they were on the hike, what I gathered about these pills is that they keep they for someone who's talking so fast and seems so sharp, contra- the contradiction is these pills are also making him really slow and confused a lot of the time so that he can't quite piece his thoughts together the way he needs to mm. and does yes does have trouble remembering things i don't know this whole that's you know this episode totally worth suspending my disbelief i don't want to no, talk no, about no, it. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no fair enough uh no yeah there's a lot to said about that there's no point really uh yeah no he's uh well we learned so much you know he's also got an implant in his head that is also rough because at this point, yeah, Jack is having a hard time for a good fucking reason. Yeah. Because he's like, okay, these meds are fake. This guy probably shouldn't be on them. I don't know what's going on. However, the fake government, there's real symbols. However, the, the fake, the shadow government has put an implant in my head so that they can track me and put ideas in there is a super common delusion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or the CIA's got um you see this thing that looks like a filling? It's a CIA tracking device. Yeah. And sometimes they it also receives uh radio waves and I can hear them talking about me. Super common. Look, it's a buffet of conspiracy. Everything's in there. The New World Order, all of it. And so if O'Neill knows anything about any of that stuff, he yeah, he's caught he's he's caught between a rock and a hard place. Well, okay, and this is the part where Stanford Blatch says the problem is I have this implant, um, which, by the way, I think it turns out he doesn't actually have. So that's weird. Maybe part of the part of the actual medication he's taking is also just paranoia. Yeah, I think. Yes, (laughs) I think I think that that's the first time I watched this episode. What I got from it was the medication was making him seem like he had this mental illness, but it was actually the cause of the symptoms. And, um, but he says, my neurologist couldn't see it because it's so small right. when my neurologist x-rayed my brain. And I was like, your neurologist x-rayed your brain. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Well, his neurologist was the other dude in the black leather coat. Okay. That who doesn't sense. say much. I'm like, <laughs> don't you mean like you got a CAT scan or an MRI? Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, <laughs> I guess you could x-ray the brain and see a foreign object in there. Mm. But like, is that even like a good idea? <laughs> At this point, um, 
I'm like, wait, I think Teal's on some fucking drugs mm. because his expressions and his weird enjoyment of this mission, maybe it's because he's finally on a mission where he gets to leave the mountain and no one's life is in danger, which is probably why I like this episode so much there. It's very mellow. It feels cozy. Yeah, it's cozy and fun. It's like a nice one for them to throw in there for us. Really appreciate it. Um, but at the same time, Sam and Daniel are like, okay, so we got an address from the psychiatrist for where Marty works because that's the most he's willing to do. He's super shady, but let's go to this address he gave us. Fucking let's not tell anyone where we are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or let's not bring that. let's not bring the fake donut shop food truck or whatever the fuck we're in, like the purple truck. Let's just go. And let's walk in to an empty warehouse yeah. and let's open the door and say, I immediately went, oh, no, that's that is not where he works. <laughs> but, they, <laughs> but they open the door, go, that's weird. This is an abandoned warehouse. Let's walk all the way in. Let's act like we're walking through the gate to an unknown situation and not draw weapons or like proceed with caution. Let's just act like tourists who are like, well, this is the weirdest ride here. Well, because yeah. as, as I've mentioned before, I was like, yeah, I wonder what Marty does. I am curious to see where he works. I was excited. And I was like, oh, no, I recognize this warehouse. I think you're right. Like, I think they've set Marty up as a trust fund, baby. It's a pretty good strategy. Yeah. Yeah. They just launder yeah. money somehow and then they just put it through an account yeah. or whatever. Keep It keeps him isolated. He doesn't have coworkers who are always like, what'd you do this weekend? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have any siblings? Like, we're a family here. Tell me everything about your fucking personal self. Yeah. I will use it against you later. Um, so that's not happening to him. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't have to leave. He doesn't really have to go anywhere except for like, I don't know like weird conventions with conspiracy theorists. So keeps them really isolated. <laughs> well, no. So yeah, it's, it becomes apparent the psychiatrist. Uh, yeah, no, he betrayed him. He took him there on purpose because yeah, uh, the black, mo- the black leather mafia uh, pulled guns on him. Yeah. It's a trap. They went in the wrong spot yeah. and they didn't tell anybody. So, nope. so they're just, they're just there. And Daniel stares at the wall for a very long time, which is super weird behavior while Sam does the normal thing and goes, well, over here's just a wall, turns around and walks away from it and walks straight into a gun in her face and has and Daniel still staring at the wall. So blah, 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 blah. And Sam's like, maybe we could ask these people who are holding guns on us. Mm. And Daniel finds out there's guns being held on him and doesn't even like, Ooh, I'm hands up. Jesus. Like I would, I'd put hands up and then turn around. Daniel's like, what? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm just waffling back and forth. Right. Like who are, who are these guys? Right. Are they like Mayborns? Like, you know, like the, the, the people he left behind, you know, or are they, so there's something else going on. So it never occurred to me that they would be attached to Mayborn because Mayborn's such a dipshit. They reminded me of like his team, like when O'Neill went, you know, but they were also so they were also super goofy. These guys are are (laughs) are no fun. They are 
all all serious all the time well yeah they well, they uh they put uh they put carter and daniel in some you know they tie them up put them in some chairs and they're just mm-hmm. squaring off you know because oh, and, yeah and i and i because I, I still keep thinking this is like just another part of the government and it seems like carter's thinking the same thing yeah you know so they feel pretty safe because they're like all right we're with the air force you're with the government yeah so, she's pretty, yeah. <laughs> so they act kind of like fucking you know they act like I don't know, like I would imagine they act like the class clown pain in the ass rich kid whose parents paid for half the school to be built in the principal's office. Mm. They're demanding answers. Cylon has to say, um, (laughs) uh I have the gun, so you don't get to ask questions. And they are so like mean and serious. Like there's no good cop in that room. Mm. I mean, there's no good cop in any room, but they're not even like playing good cop. And this it's it's this great moment because the Cylon is like interrogating them and he's like um we saw you doing an illegal search of Martin's house like what the fuck and Daniel I don't know I love it his like tone of voice is like no we didn't I (laughs) (laughs) it's such a yes we did but fuck you kind of way no see I yeah they they, uh, this is what I wrote They, they do the complete denial thing again and it takes me back even when it's apparent that the others know the answer, it takes which me- is the best part. No, I know, and 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 we talked about it in another episode. You know, the episode with like the fascist, and and they had uh, they yes. had them in cages. They had them in cages. Yes, and yes. Kept, and I and I kept bringing up. It's like the, SG one knows that they know that they're lying, but they just keep lying anyway. And I'm like, how? In a commonsensical sense. That seems so ridiculous to me. I don't know. It seems like some pretty sweet psyops because like how fucked with do those people? They've got them dead to rights. They are they're they're saying pure fact at their faces and they're just like, huh? No, 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 you're right. IDK what you're talking about. No, I no, I know. I know (laughs) it would make it would make me fucking crazy if someone did that to me. Okay, fine. There's a psyop strategy to it, and well, and you and you had said it in a different way the in the la, in the other episode. It was like, well, what else are they going to do? Like that's their job. They they keep along. It's like a legal way of doing. It's like pleading the fifth. It's like that's what you do. That's that you don't doesn't matter if they know it. You just do that. And denying denying the reality of it seems like the first line of defense. I guess so. It's because just hard to watch. It, acknowledging <laughs> the reality of it brings you that much closer to telling them information. I think. I don't know. Just, no, I love it. Just... I think it's fun. I think I thought it was fun in that episode. And I think it's fucking fun here, which is so crazy because in real life, I do not find it fun. All right. Fair enough. Well, okay. Well, we're back at the hotel. O'Neill left to go maybe sort of try to look for uh, Daniel and Sam. Teal is hanging out. You know, it's Murray and Marty together. Uh, Tilk's locked him in the bathroom. Oh my God. I not know. giving him and, any of his meds. Right. But in where O'Neill is during this is O'Neill. This is when O'Neill has gone to see the um, psychiatrist himself. Cause where the fuck <sighs> that's where he th- knew Sam and Daniel were. And he goes to their office. And again, there's nothing I, there. <laughs> that sweet ass office. They cleared that out. Listen, who cleared it out? And they don't have minions. I 
my whole life, I have had this question when a scene like this happens, when they go back to the scene where they were just interviewing somebody and they find out, wait, that's a, that was a scam. Let me go check it out. And it's like an hour later and it's completely cleared out, but they haven't bothered to like scrape his fucking name off the window. And there's like, they, there's papers laying around, but like, why, why would you do that? Why would you make it obvious that you'd skip town? Why wouldn't you just like put a closed walk sign away. on the window? Like, wait, why wouldn't you like not even lock the fucking door and just like, I, no, lock the door and just be like, you don't know. I went home. Yeah. We're clo- we're, my office is closed for the day. Uh, I know it's, I know it's TV convenience, but it's so motherfucking stupid that they like come up with a better thing. What did I, well, I, I wrote office is gone. It was a great interior designer who works for the shadow government. That's right. And they had to get all their pieces back so that they could use them in again like, um, at some point. They, they're they're also a realtor and they're staging a home. Yeah, and uh, they that was they they're doing like a very um, low overhead. They they need uh, yeah. to keep their shit. Well, yeah, no, yeah, but you know, uh, O'Neill comes back. He's like, look, this is something really is crazy going on. Like, let's let's roll. Uh, and and Mar- Marty uh, suddenly suddenly he remembers a bunch of stuff. Like he faints. Oh my God. Did you think he'd like, I thought at first, cause he's in the bathroom complaining about being in there. Can I come out? Can I come out? Can I come out? Yeah. McNeil comes in is like, where the fuck is he? And he's like, Oh, he tried to bite me. Oh yeah. Apparently. Cause he yeah. wanted to take his medication. Yeah. So I locked him in the bathroom again, then, deleted scenes all around. I, <laughs> I would really want to see that. Scene. Right. Maybe that's where we start our fan fiction. Marty and Murray. I get that this is a no-tell motel, but Marty needs to stop taking his consent tips from Daniel Jackson. Teal'c did not want to be bitten, and he deserves to be banished to the bathroom for that. But then he goes quiet, and I think that he's gone through the window because he literally just said it earlier, like that, I yeah. leave through the window. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, you guys are so motherfucking stupid. Yeah. But it turns out I was wrong. And like you said, he fell on the floor, passed out. So then he's all better. Oops, all better. And he remembers. He remembers all of a sudden where the clearing, where the ship is. And a lot of his other memories are starting to come back. Okay. So they decide because he remembers. He's like, I know where my ship is. Let's go back. All right. Let's. All right. Let's go back. Let's try again. And by now he's got, yeah, he's got some cred. I think most of his cred derives from the fact that I think two things, Sam and Daniel are missing and that he wrote that mostly he wrote those perfect symbols. Mm -hmm. However, what's really weird to me is the lack of prioritizing Sam and Daniel's safety. Because <laughs> it turns out later, I think they do know where they went, but nobody goes looking for them. Oh, First, oh. they have to go on this hike to find this ship. Well, t- well, O'Neill does, I mean, kind of the whole reason, there because of like, yeah, they're our best lead to find out where they're at. You know? Oh, which, okay. Which you could have just asked sense. them. Right? Uh, hey, where's your uh, work... Or, yeah, but that's not his real work. He that's not. His, yeah, mean, he doesn't know that. He doesn't know any of it. Never right, mind. That's right. You're right. They don't know where they are because they didn't tell anybody. Duh. All right. So they go hiking to find the yeah, ship again. <laughs> and Teal is wearing a very similar but totally different hat made out of like hiking fabric with hey, those look. little ho- vent holes in it. <laughs> Instead of like the kind of like the more kind of corduroy kind of canvasy one he was wearing in the hotel. Teal. This one's this one's not as big. He's he, look, he, he, he went to a shop. He went to a hat shop. He's got that cowboy hat that kind of like rattan cowboy hat that he has from when 
Daniel Jackson was, was like dead and he had to leave to go to the funeral. He's got these bucket hats. He's probably got every kind of hat imaginable. He's got the PI hat, the cook yeah, hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He must have like a just like a footlocker. Like his only earthly possessions, he's got the candles and some, hats. And some hats, yeah. Got some hats. Mm-hmm. And like a sport coat and a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. That sometimes I think he might wear together. <laughs> I think. Maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, they're, they're, they're in the forest. And, and the thing is, is yeah, I mean, they, they, uh, Marty finds a ship pretty quick, you know, like he just sort of remembers where it's at, mm-hmm. finds it. And he's like, he's like, so this guy is so such like a funny, I love that. I love that he's a soldier from another planet oh, because his well, whole demeanor is like, Oh my God, I knew it. I'm not crazy. <laughs> There's yeah. my ship. That's too small to be my ship. I don't understand what that is. I remember everything, but I don't know what that is. I mean, that don't make no sense to me. I mean, we, we learned that apparently he was part of a crack team of, of spies. <laughs> like, listen, you four are the best of the best. You know what they probably, here's what it is. They probably sent out like 50 crack teams and they're like, okay, you you're guys, the best of the best. You're the best you guys, of the best. You're the best of the best. Right. It's like, okay, you guys are just, you're going to earth. Yeah. We don't send team A to, to, to earth, but no, we, do. we won't we tell you that. Don't. Yeah. And they probably never wanted to even find help. They were just like, oh yeah, tote, we volunteer for this super dangerous right. mission. Right, That's right, right. totally worse than staying here on the planet. And absolutely. We got your back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is what happened. So anyway. Well, I like this because they, yeah, the ship's sort of buried and, but they find it. And then O'Neill apparently wastes no time and calls all the people that he needs to call because the entire government is now in that clearing. And can we just say like, they've done a scan of what they did find, um, which turns out to be an escape pod. And the, the airman who's looking at the scan on the computer of what is like just the cutest little space vessel so adorbs oh yeah like if 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 care bears could be an escape pod it would be this thing and this guy is like nonchalant as fuck he's like "Mm, yeah this this spaceship the first spaceship i've ever seen is about this big is that helpful okay well yeah it's all about how much time are these people all they, they all have clearance they've all had the clearance is the cat out of the bag again like, you know what I'm saying? It's so confusing. Like, and then I was like, um, you know, but Teal could still, and I was like, wait, why does Teal have to wear a hat around them? I'm like, oh, I get it. Because honestly, for his personal safety, but like, there's plenty of people who know that there's a Jaffa on earth and want to do what Mayborn did, which is dissect, wanting mm. to dissect him. Like, how is that over? But I don't know. Like, it seems like if you know, there's an escape pod in the ground in this little town, you might know that Teal isn't from earth because mm. what you just found out is there's a, what you literally just found out is a hundred percent for sure. Aliens live in this town. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's yeah. All those people, all those, all, all those workers. There's a lot of people out there, mm-hmm. you know, are they just from the, the local Colorado, you know, army national guard? You know, you know what, what it saying? is like, cause then they go off away from this guy and whisper, 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 whisper. So he doesn't know what's going on. That's the guy who's out there posting information 
to these because he knows computers. He knows how to hide his tracks. He's out there like posting shit to the Stargate conspiracy <laughs> chats because he's yeah. so frustrated. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So, yeah, as all this is going on, Marty, you know, he's all his memories have come back, basically. Like he's remembering mm-hmm. everything now. And it's yeah, it's this whole thing, you know. Yeah. He was on a planet. They were at war. They didn't need to go find help. They had, they oh had this God. big ship, took an escape pod down, all this stuff. Yeah. He, he's just and he was and he gets everything right because they're like, oh, it's go old. Well, O'Neill, and O'Neill finally like now yeah. all cards are on tip. He's like, all right, show him. He's Give he's a nod. Motherfucker's been right this whole time. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I I do not apologize for being Mm-mm. cautious because he was talking about lizard people and Oh my god, that is probably <laughs> if I'm going to have a beef with this episode that real beef is that they make it sound to people who do not need help being confused like also then lizard people are real. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Marty going to be like, man? I was right about all this stuff. So what about the other stuff, O'Neill? He's like, yeah. no, that, no. You were, you were actually a little off your rocker on those as well. Just this thing is right. Not super helpful for people who are actively trying to maintain a foot, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. both feet in reality. So, <laughs> right. So they decide. Okay, so they realize this is an escape pod. Teal's the one who they're like, what's why is my ship so small? And Teal's like, maybe it's an escape pod, dummy. And they're like, oh, looks like there's room for four people in it. He doesn't remember everything. He remembers that they definitely were sent to this planet to find help. And then he does that O'Neill's least favorite dig, which is then we realized you weren't advanced enough to help right. us at all. all right. So we did not tell you we needed help because you guys suck. And um, O'Neill's like, rah, rah. you know, just kind of like a little bit of a, like a tick. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but the, uh, see, but then it's it's really strange, uh, you know, because then Marty's like, you know, yeah, maybe it's not. It hasn't been you guys. It hasn't been you fuckers who I've been paranoid about or watching. No, it's been my own that. guys. It's been my what, own friends. Why would my friends do this to me? Reason? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. And then we we do a jump to his friends still interrogating. um what did I put? Sam. Carter and Daniel are losing their grip on their buffet of lies. All right. So Sam and Diane are being interrogated and the Cylon brings out a, they've done a print of, of Teal's abdomen and Daniel, they show it. They're like, what about this? And Daniel goes, Ooh, that's very good. Did you draw it yourself? Which is funny. It really pissed. See, it made them as crazy as it made me well, when someone I mean, did that shit to me. Yeah. And he's like, he pushes it a little too fucking far with it's a duck, right? God, just fucking livid. You've got a livid Cylon on your hands and that's not what you want. That's dangerous. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, and then the psychiatrist dude rolls in Yeah, and he's like, you know, you we put up with enough of your shit. And then he has this like bag and he, it's just, and he's like, starts bringing out the shittiest fucking torture devices. He's got like, he's going to make creme brulee. Yeah. I'm or sorry. He's going to, yeah. or he's going to burn them. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck off. The shit fucking like a, ki- a kitchen butane a kitchen torch. torch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be burnt with one. Don't get me wrong. But I was just like, no, 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 no. This isn't how you do scary torture, doctor. How you do that is you have a well-worn leather roll rollout things where you roll it out and it's just pockets full of like tooth extractors and 
Yeah. Real yeah. fucked up, scary shit like that. No, it's kind of it's kind of funny though because yeah, they are just they don't really know what's up. Yeah, like what do humans do? What do humans got? Like they what? basically went to a hardware store and a kitchen supply store that were both on the way to the warehouse. Yeah, as they're about to torture them, they get uh, a reading on their on their iPhone that the ship has been found. So they're like, we got to stop this and go there. Yeah. Right, and the reason they. They know for sure that the ship has been found, I think, is because um, they're using uh, Stan Stanford Blatch as bait. They're yeah. like, he's like, I don't want to motherfucking. I cannot believe this guy's a soldier. He's like, I don't want to motherfucking be bait. Ah. He's like, um, he's got a whole different personality if such is he's like a fucking file clerk. Like, And it turns out not only is he a soldier, but he's like the bravest soldier in his group, which is fucking wild given what these guys are like <laughs> anyway so he <laughs> he goes and stands next to the the ship escape pod and and waits for these guys to come and find him and they escort him they're like oh you really fucked up you really fucked up this time motherfucker yeah no, god gaslighting like a motherfucker like holy yeah. shit are they friends i'm so confused they absolutely are not friends they're probably like they're friends but yeah the three of them are friends yeah yeah, they they don't like they're like oh really we have to go all the way to earth with fucking marty jesus fucking christ hey guys when when we get there like we got some of this like amnesiac stuff like powder or whatever like he's probably gonna like want to go back because apparently he's the bravest of us but we want to chill so let's set him set his whole thing up they have a thing called Netscape conspiracy chat. Let's get him in there. I don't know. But they are friends because the only reason that they have not murdered him, which would be so much easier than what they're doing. All four of them, we find out, are deserters. All four of them. I thought for a while they were deserters and he wasn't. They're, they did not. Their ship didn't crash. They destroyed it, landed on Earth on purpose because they're like, going home is suicide. Let's not. And then, and then Marty was like, you know what, guys, we really fucked up and they need us back home. Boot point. They did not know about the Stargate. They don't know that there, that there was a Stargate available to them. They had no fucking way to go back to their planet. This is all bullshit. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, it's probably my fault because I, I keep, I keep picking. Uh, So no, it's probably my, my, my bad. Look, I know what they were going for. You know, with this episode, if I weren't autistic, I would just be able to like go for this ride. Maybe, maybe I don't know because I've never not been. So I'm assuming I could just play the game. Well, I'm not autistic (laughs) and I'm picking it apart like a motherfucker. So. All right. Great. So you can't go along for this ride as much as you want to either. (laughs) Well, just, you know, it's it's hard, you know, because because he keeps being like, yeah, they're no, they're great guys. They're great guys. Yeah, and I'm like, none of you maybe are great guys. No one like, wears black leather like that and is a great guy. Like they're 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 no. kind of they're you know they're trying to Listen, be all mean. They were gonna blowtorch Sam and Diane <laughs> for literally no reason. Yeah, they're gonna smack their ankles with that shitty baton. Like, come on. And that psychiatrist is a piece of shit. Yeah, that's the he's that's the guy that nobody should be friends with. Ew. <laughs> like I do not want him coming to my dinner parties. Thanks though. Marty has led other people to the pod. Now, today's the day that they self-destruct the pod. 
because <laughs> Dr. Dick face pulls a remote control out of his pocket. That looks a lot like the pod and hits a button and a couple lights go bloop, bloop, bloop yeah. and walks away. And I don't know. I'm like, Oh, that definitely gonna that's a self-destruct sequence and i'm like i don't understand i don't understand wait what why did they wait oh i mean uh that's a that's a that's a first day first day on earth task like as soon as you find some place to sleep that's not that escape pod as soon as you have other shelter yeah gotta blow up the escape pod well you know yeah well they're yeah they're 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 covers been blown they know yeah. this. They don't. And apparently they know that, that Marty is also being tracked and has a microphone and and the stakeout van is now being manned by one Murray and one McNeil. Uh, <laughs> and they're and they're rolling through the roto rooter van. And yeah, they find where the van stops at the location. Hopefully Sam and Diane are there. Well, and what's good is um, Stanford. It does say. Oh, I love your van. What is that color? Like a green gray? Oh, oh no. Yeah, he does great work. So yeah, he, he actually he's not the worst spy in the world. It's and it's almost I kind of do like this callback of like he's somehow like he's got this like sort of like, you know, conspiracy theorist personality. But woven all through that, he has all these kind of good ideas. Yeah, and maybe that's we don't need to know the specifics of how he tracked down Colonel O'Neill. We can just say because because of his um mil- his his more advanced military prowess. Yeah. Yeah, he's not an idiot, you know. Okay. Like, I I feel better. <laughs> they uh yeah, well, so O'Neill and Tilk, yeah, they rush into the warehouse, find the van, find Daniel and Carter who were tranked but not hurt or butane torched in any way. Okay, but they don't know what they were ejected with. They just know that they were injected with something and they don't feel great. And and Jack is like, are you okay? And Sam goes, oh yeah, we're fine. And I'm like, "Uh, you don't know that. (laughs) You need right now emergency medical attention. (laughs) Look at what they've been given this guy. You have no idea what they got, what, what elements they're, they're, you know, what they're synthesizing from their ship or you don't know. You don't know. Maybe you she still know. feels confident because she's. They still think it's just a you know different part of the government. They don't even. Oh, that's know true. that that's there's true. aliens. Who would never. That's fine. Who would never kill, um, a couple, big deal, people like them. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, thank you. No, so but much. but but this sucks though because yeah, they find the van, they open it up. There's Marty kind of tied up, and and there's just like, and it's like, but no, but no mafia goons, and and he's like, where'd they go? He's like, I don't know. Did you notice um, who um, who Jack untied first? Uh, it wasn't Diane. It was Sam. Oh, I'm sure. Because he was like, oh, he didn't even che- he didn't even check Daniel for like. He didn't even ask Daniel if he was okay. And Daniel was like out. <laughs> Sam was like conscious, and Daniel's like head was lolling around yeah. on his neck. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Bleeding out his ears, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but this sucks. I'm like, because because it's not just Teal'c and O'Neill that roll in. They have a whole crew, and they fucking lost the goons. I know. And then, are you kidding um, me? But somehow, it's, it's just like so. Okay, whatever. I guess I don't know. It's no, not whatever. Stan- Stanford's inconsistently like hapless and stupid, and like 
super spy soldier who's like, oh, hey, I managed to lift this device that I didn't even know was in one of their pockets out of one of their pockets because I didn't even see him use it. But I managed to figure out it was there and which one had it and what pocket it was in. And I pickpocketed him like a fucking pro. Like maybe that's what I did to get money when we got to Earth. Who fucking knows? Maybe I was a pickpocket on my home planet. Maybe the military is made up of criminals who are like, do you want, um, we're going to kill you or you can be military. Maybe that's the whole fucking problem. I don't really know what's going on here. But anyway, he does have this device that this remote control, he goes, he does the absolute right thing. It just turns out funny when you have a device and you're in a place that these bad guys put you in and you see that it is doing a countdown. Absolutely. Get the fuck out of there. And I, I feel like this was on purpose done all done for comedy the running leaps they take off this loading dock. Oh, it's amazing. From the way they shoot them from the ground and you just see them supermanning in the air and just sort of like lightly touch down full body on their fucking like faces or one of them does a somersault. It's incredible. Oh no, no. I mean, I don't, I, I, there's some of them are the most injurious tumbles of all time. Like whoever's <laughs> O'Neill's stunt double was landed on his head. Landed straight <laughs> on his fucking head. Like you see it, like you could hear the crunch. It's fucked. And, but it's also really funny. <laughs> I'm like, they, someone died to get that shot. So, yeah. Somebody is like, if there's, if that guy's alive now, he's just like, oh yeah, it's hilarious. I have to get cortisone injected right into my fucking neck. And it's doubly, and it's doubly horrible because yeah, uh, in universe, there's, it, it was all for not. <laughs> yeah. They're just all sitting there. With their thumbs up their asses, waiting for something to happen. No explosion. There's no explosion. No, no. Except, except in the forest. Right. Yeah. Where it is quite a seismic event. I like yeah. the graphics. They don't look yeah, realistic at all, but they look cool. <laughs> they did look cool. I know. I was actually thinking back. I was kind of mesmerized watching that explosion. I was like, ooh, what? what? Wow. Yeah. I got it yeah it was cool (laughs) i bet this is my favorite episode of the whole show oh my god (laughs) makes me sad that it's over like i am have you ever heard me this happy talking about stargate maybe but maybe who can remember not me i yeah yeah so they that's it like they've lost the other three guys (laughs) and and stanford's like but i want to go home and i have the i have the, the address so take me there so well it's nice they don't they they uh they they didn't have that phone number new phone number sweet that's true Let's that's go. true and why do you think they didn't let him you know he had gap clothes on why oh. did they like <laughs> everything was you know it was all neutrals right it was it was two th- early 2000s late 90s gap he's just wearing like different shades of beige and for some reason they put him in a green jumpsuit uniform, yeah. mm-hmm. like a flight, kind of like a pajama, like I guess what pilots sleep in. Cause it wasn't quite a jumpsuit, but yeah. Anyways. So in a hat and they gave him a hat and it, it's daddy's like, thing. He's like, no civvies here. Nothing maybe it's probably, like probably that. What it is. not unless you're the fucking Tokra. Cause I like to see them in their burlap scraps. <laughs> <laughs> so what's nice is I think it's very nice of them to, First of all, it's a sick day for glasses because Sam's the one going like Chevron six locked, you know, 
So I, maybe he's on vacay or um, whatever, but he wasn't there. Sam did it. So this is when, you know, we're like, Marty is like, I, I'm a deserter too. I thought it was a, it's a, me too. Also, I did that. And now I want to go back and oh, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, I get it. I do not want to be in the fucking military and our whole planet's going like feels like it's falling apart right now. And I want to be as least affected by it as possible. And if someone's like, oh, you want to leave? <laughs> you know, yeah. In 30 years, if I'm still alive, probably. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'll be 80, but whatever. But O'Neill kind of gets it too, which is really a surprise for me because we are at a military facility with career military personnel and they are so sympathetic to this guy being a deserter. Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was really surprised. And I was like, you know, Jack has seen a lot. So he probably does get it. He's like, you know, it turns out it's not for everybody. And, you know, at least you're trying to do the right thing now and try to do the right thing a long time ago. I mean, it really feels like they just want to get all of this over with as quickly as possible because, because, oh. because Marty's like, you know, yeah. And, and the other boys, they're, they're not bad guys. You know, they just fucking dress like bad guys. And he's like, are you you're going to look for them? Right. Uh, these, those high profile dangers to national security. And what's O'Neill's response? Nah, nah, probably not. Yeah. They just, they don't care. They're like, I, this I is couldn't too- tell. I couldn't tell if they were like, being nice or like understanding or if they really didn't give a shit. And I was like, I feel like you should care a little. Maybe they actually like fucked, like fucking killed those found, did find them and killed. They're just not telling Marty. <laughs> I I think for me, I'm going to need that to be what happened. <laughs> Cause they're out there. <laughs> Marty's probably going to find out because instead of like what they do with a lot of people like Marty, where they just shove him through Bye. they send him out. Yeah. And that's nice. Um, okay. They're like, well, Marty, let's go. You're not going to like it, though. Yeah. And it is. We'll go devastated. with you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's really sad, actually. Can you imagine? It is just all rubble. And, and you can kind of see some bits and pieces of mm-hmm. what were probably, it looks like kind of neat buildings. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. sad. There's no life, which I feel like a little bit, if that, okay, if you were Marty and that were your planet, would you just be like, well, I've stepped one foot away from the Stargate and didn't see any life. I guess I live on earth now. Yeah. Let's, yeah, yeah let's just go. <laughs> well, I, I wonder, you know, my, my whole thought was like, all right, well, you know what? They'll probably, we're probably not going to ever see Marty again in any of more episodes whatsoever which also bothers me i'm like so marty lives on earth now why can't he work for the sgc like why not he's he's now that he's got his faculties back he is he's trained and he has demonstrated that he is quite good ultimately well uh you know we can headcan anything we want because that's they gave us that ability and so it's just probably more like yeah he just sort of becomes he's just he, he does work for them and he he goes back to his planet and does, you know, some research, some tech, tells us what's up. There's probably hidden tech that 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 we get from this planet that they don't really talk about. You know, that's my headcanon. So I don't actually give a fuck if the character Marty works at the mountain. I want to see Marty sometimes. Oh, yeah. On the show. Oh, no, that'd be great. I guess he's all busy 
he, I mean, it's not like his, it's not like he's ever present on sex in the city. Cause that is a show about four women. And so he's like just an ancillary character, mm. but, mm-hmm. but I mean like memorable, like important, like I, I believe, um, they brought him back for whatever the, the reunion, stupid, whatever the fucking dumb shit they they're doing now is, which I bet if you're listening to this podcast, you don't care that I'm calling whatever the reboot of sex in the city is stupid. I assume it sucks because I think sex, because in hindsight from today's point of view, I'm like, to the whole thing. Anyway, um, that's the end. That's the end of, of the, of Uh, this episode. episode. That's yeah, that's it. That's the whole thing. Tori, were you comforted by this episode? Uh, yeah, no, it was fun to hang around earth, you know, shitty hotels, shitty diners, shitty warehouses, and our version of the Canadian forest. (laughs) <laughs> you know uh no that was great that was fun uh, we haven't done that in a while so that's always that's kind of that's kind of nice so yeah, I yeah was and this time this time we got to do it without um tealk turning into a bug <laughs> um or, Ma- I, or mayborn hanging around or uh yeah, yeah no, going, going just, to siberia yeah i, I do like i you know i did like the time travel episode a lot too i remember now Okay, me too. I also was comforted because mm. I think I probably, with the glaring exception of season one, episode two, I'm like probably always comforted. Oh, oh, and also like shit like spirits. I'm most of the time comforted. Okay, I remember now. I'm often comforted. And yeah. So nice. who in today's episode do you wish you were? Are you glad you're not? And don't give a shit either way. You're yay, you're nay, and you're meh, meh, meh. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, no, this is easy. Uh, my yeah is Teal'c. Same. Oh my god, same. Just having he's having a goddamn blast. Yeah, because there's no there's no consequences to anything. So he's right. just and nobody's even asking him to do anything. He's just he's literally just chilling. Yeah, exactly. Do, doing fun stuff he's never done before. He's I'm I think he's learning, learning more, ingratiating himself. He deserves one of those beds in his quarters. That's people. Hey, Tilk has it. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. It would echo so much through the base, but... <laughs> uh My my net is you know it's Marty. You know me too. And my re- what I wrote was no one is his friend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so sad. Oh man. Yeah, that's why I, I don't even remember why I wrote it. And I don't care. That is the best reason. Um, who's your, who's your meh? Uh, my meh is Carter. Um, it's probably awesome having, uh, so many different skill sets, (laughs) uh, but it might suck because you end up having to do all the work. She always has to do all the work. I know. So meh. (laughs) And she's not even a psychiatrist and Daniel's like, Hey, you come look at these medications. But, um, my meh, I, I just was sitting here going, I, what? There's like, first of all, hardly anyone in this episode. That's true. So I couldn't, I just said the mouth. Because <laughs> that was the thing I felt the most met about in this episode. Meh to the mouth, meh to the mouth. Meh, meh. All right. Well, sweet. Um, well, folks, that's the, uh, man, that's the end of, the, of that, that episode. Point of no return, whatever the hell that means. Um, 
All right. Well, uh, no, that was episode 11, folks. But, um, you know, but what happens on episode 12? Yeah, what happens the next day for the gang? What are they up to? Oh, my God. This is perfect. Um, OK, if you had to sum up today's episode of our podcast with mm. one word, what would it be? Uh, 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 slightly buzzed. Starts with a T. Uh, oh, tangent. Yes, that's the name of episode 12. No shit. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I like that. Does that mean like the episode is a tangent? Are they tangenting? Tangenting. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Let's find out. Let's find out. Okay, this is um, just the IMDB plot. It's not written by anybody. All right. Okay, while testing a new space fighter made from Gould parts, Colonel O'Neill and Teal'c are trapped when a hidden automatic recall function takes over and sends it into space. Cool. I wonder if tangent's even a good name for that. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> you want to come try anything? Oh, uh, come try I did have a uh, come try a uh, Dick's Burgers. Oh, uh, delicious. Yeah. I, so I, I've, yeah. Oh, please. No, I'm so sorry. I just got really <laughs> excited because so I have been able to eat food this week for half of this week without consequence. And one of the things I had was a Dick's cheeseburger and a strawberry shake. Without consequence? Yeah. Shit, even I have consequences with that. <laughs> but it's still worth it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited because it turns out. One of the things that they're like, eat a shit ton of thing of these with gastroparesis is milkshakes. Hmm. So, which I thought I shouldn't be eating. So, and ground meat. Ground meat is easier. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Just so great, you wanted. It's, it's just great hangover food. That's all. It's great hangover food, and their starting wage is twenty to twenty-five dollars an hour. Mm. You get benefits there. You're eligible for scholarships. Um, they promote their management from within. It's great. Come try it. Yeah. This is going to blend right into our segment that comes after Come Trya, which is get, get to, to know, know your, your host. host. Because instead of couples therapy talking point cards, I got from a black owned company um, called Actually Curious, which you can buy their products right now at Nordstrom, or you can go to actuallycurious.com and their handle. I guess maybe across social media is at actually curious. And instead of the first U in curious is an underscore instead of the letter U. So what I got was a new deck of questions. Yeah, it's a game, but there's, I just pulled out the card and there's like rules on how to play it. And it says, I did see that we all win, which is nice. All right, Tori, Uh, are you ready for your, for your first question from our brand new deck? Uh, I, I think I am. Yeah. Okay. Let's go, let's go. Okay. This is like a fill in the blank. I wish I could share blank with humankind. I want to share. What? These ones are harder, maybe. I mean, it's so vague. What? what like share how? Like, I know. Share, I, I'm struggling with that too. I with have the a lot entirety of, of humankind at the same time. Every single person, one on one. It'd be fun if I was like Santa Claus and like give every like kid like have one night to give every kid like a toy. Like that's kind of what it feels like. So if I'm going to go, I'm going to go that route. 
if okay. I could if I if I could share with them, yeah, I'd like to I'd like to bake something for every for all of humankind. Oh yeah, that's so cool because you're a great baker. That like is nice for everybody, and it's like a custom cupcake. Yeah. So okay, if we're gonna go with a skill that we have, that everyone could enjoy. Okay, mine. So having been in mental health, my shit's never as good because it's not tangible and fun. But I guess. I, as always, I'm going to piggyback off what you said, because I have no idea what to say. And I'm going to go with uh, validation. I think if everyone in the world knew how to just fucking validate what other people were saying without necessarily even agreeing with them, just validate their perspective. I think people would feel a lot better. People would communicate better. You mean like you'd want to it's in some way give everyone the feeling of validation is that what you're maybe i'd want to give everyone the skill to validate each other because then that's the gift that that's that's the gift that keeps on giving (laughs) oh i see i see i I could get everybody a moment of feeling validated or i could share with everyone the skill to validate other people Mm. without having to make them think you agree with what they're saying no, I got you. Give a person a fish, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Too much? Too? No, 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 no. That's good. That's good. Okay. Too therapisty? I mean, no. I mean, in fact, like, yeah, like my, my answer is kind of, kind of, kind of dumb. No. Uh, my God. Your answer is the reason for my answer. Don't say that. No, I no, love your no, answer. People was... are very, no, it's not. If everybody could get a cupcake that, they could eat based on whatever dietary restriction they had. And they were all equally delicious. That would be so amazing. No, it's not my real answer. My real answer is more, (laughs) I I would give everybody what's what, 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 what some people call the second attention. It's a hippy dippy thing, but in the end it's get everybody out of their own mind for one second. I want to, I'd like to give everybody to be able to just like for that, for people to have like, you know, uh, an hour or two of basically like an outsider's right. perspective of themselves. So you want to give everybody shrooms? Uh, yeah, but <laughs> lucid shrooms. Yeah, <laughs> I I was lucid. Well, it depends on how much you take. You want to give everybody the proper dose of shrooms? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In essence, yeah. I'm sorry. Is that, did you not want me to joke about that? No, no, no. That, 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 that's a way of putting it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I actually have thought about that yeah. as opposed to feeding everybody cupcakes around the world. What if, what if there was, there was a, a little bit of shrooms in the middle of the cupcake? What if it was a shrooms filled cupcake? Oh my God. A delicious yeah, yeah. cupcake with, with a shrooms filling this, that somehow the shrooms did not ruin the cupcake. There's amalgamation of, of, of topics. This is amazing. Yeah. 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 Tasteless. Um, yeah. And also pretty mild, <laughs> yeah. was able to get the correct dosage for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like somehow you were able to maybe like grind them up and put them in the cupcake without um, baking. I don't know what temperature does to shrooms because who cooks them? Nobody cooks them. I assume it ruins them. Our people would probably try to do so. something with them yeah. to make them better. Yeah. All right. This has been fantastic. Yeah. Actually curious. Actually curious. Uh, we we, thanks, we will probably we'll probably swap between decks depending on our whims or who knows maybe i'll take my couples therapy to deck and actually apply it to my fucking life we'll see no no you already said no to that okay yeah because it's too funny to me that i use it here and won't use it 
at the very least, you have to you have to use the entirety of it here first before moving on. Oh my god! I there might be more cards in here than there are going to be episodes of this podcast. (laughs) Big ass game. We have um, so we have one thing extra to say this week. Oh, what's that? Well, we have a new friend. Our new friend is a Dr. Francisco. Oh, took the time to write us one of the nicest things I've ever read. It's definitely on for me. That was on par with the very few times that clients have made me like handmade cards or or notes Mm. to um, make me feel like I. Or just to, they expressed something that ended up making me feel like um, I did something that mattered to somebody. So thank you so much. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone reached out. Uh, let us know that they are comforted. Uh, that, yeah. that our goal is is at least somewhere in the world being met, not just for ourselves. For but for else. at least one other person. And I'm just going to say one other person who is fucking doing the most like when it comes to like yeah making making things better or yeah like somebody somebody who's like doing life and death shit and has to experience when it works out and when it doesn't so like comforting somebody who's doing that feels amazing i don't want to overstate how much we're comforting that person i just want to say like it felt amazing to comfort them at all and 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 I'm glad that you know uh, uh, our, our boy Mike has a, has someone else in the group now. Right? Shout There's out. two emails I'm not deleting now. <laughs> and I do, when I delete all of the um, at least cafe two, press ones. at yeah. least two emails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, folks, because that was that's what we're all about here. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm feeling comforted. I feel comforted as fuck. Well, there we go. Um, and you know, and. Thanks for listening. And if you want to be comforted by any other episodes, all of our past episodes, you can go to our website, the7symbol.com, as well as, you know, most uh, podcast platforms. So check mm-hmm. us out. And if um, for some reason, like, I guess, what do we want to say? I want to say if you tell somebody else to listen to this, um, please let them know that our very first episodes were recorded using like, Bose wireless headphones like they don't sound the best and um that they can either skip until it sounds good around episode 10 okay skip to episode 10 or 11 yeah yeah but if yeah you know yeah tell them to start out but skip a couple it gets better or i mean i think the first episodes are probably funny if they don't give a shit about bad sound or not bad sound less good sound that's um, clean sound. Yeah, you know, just play it on a Bluetooth speaker or something. You know, like it'll be fine. Yeah, don't put it right in your ears. Yeah, that's probably that was probably my, that's what I did. Uh, maybe I'll I'll probably try Delta Flyer again, but not put it right against my eardrum. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's awesome. Like, I don't know. Should I? Should I not listen to Delta Flyer? Let me know at verticalwateringhole at gmail dot com, mm-hmm. or you know. Well, yeah, thanks for joining us at the Vertical Watering Hole, and we will uh, see you next time. Holy Hannah. Yeah, sure you betcha. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you.